What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Rivalry. We've got Season 2, Episode 16, Week 17 going into the NFL. Kyle, last uh, episode of 2020. Thank God this year is almost over. A lot to talk about, though. Playoff scenarios, Bears, leaderboard finale, who our champs are. Let's go. All right, Mike. So we're back. Last one of the year. Um, feel like we got to start with what we just saw transpire um, with this Oklahoma and Florida game. You, you know, good, bro? Well, here's 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 where I'm at with it. Here's where I'm at with it is that you know you see, and I know this has been a weird year for like football and just sports in general, but I feel like it's been you know kind of consistent across the board if you're not in the national like if you're not in the playoffs you got your good you know guys end up just sitting out these bowl games and it's almost just like what's the point of even playing and then you know you look at like the Florida team tonight like no effort could care less if they lose or win I mean they've got their starters sitting out you've got the announcer saying oh well you know they've got all these starters sitting out at the end of the day like this is you're supposed to be a premier program and like you have a talented class of recruits coming in and you can't go in there and give it full effort. Like I just I mean, I guess I guess what I would like to understand and just kind of hear your thoughts on is like, do you even think that these bowl games are worth it? I know that they bring in dollars, but at the end of the day, it's like I almost feel like the, the college football playoffs have kind of like tainted sort of the other college season. Like, I feel like there's, you know, like probably less than 10 teams that are going to make the playoffs every year. And then the rest of them are just like, well, if we win the conference, that'd be cool. But like, at the end of the day, we're not getting into the playoffs. So what's the point of playing a bowl game? Right. And especially if you're a, you know, NFL prospect or you you have aspirations to play at the next level, then yeah, it's, you know, at what risk do I do this? I think, um, so my take on it is, okay, so this is a great reason like what we just watched is a great reason on like as a pro as expanding the playoffs right because both these teams might have been playoff teams you know if it was eight teams right so then you have all their best players playing if it was in the playoffs and florida gave alabama a good game so yeah i mean that's what i'm saying so i that's a it's uh, a pro to expanding the playoffs to keep more but even then, so then you go down the next, okay, so you go to eight teams. Well, then the ninth and tenth team, their bowl game, you're going to have the same scenario we just had tonight where, okay, well, it's like, all right, well, we're not in the playoffs, so it doesn't matter. So I will say uh, Joe Tessitore was on the game tonight, and I couldn't tell you who his color guy was. I can't remember the name of the guy. But they made some good points or, you know, ideas on – because they were talking about the same thing is, you know, what do we do about this bowl season that's not the playoff system? Because, yeah, what reasoning is there for these star athletes to play? It's either one, they're going to get hurt, or two, you just saw it tonight. Like, what did Kyle Trask do to his draft prospects by playing well, tonight? That's- Had he not played, his he was going to get drafted way higher than he probably is now after having this performance well, and that's, and that's just where I'm at with it is that, okay, so you've got a Heisman finalist that goes and throws three interceptions in the first quarter and then sits the bench the rest of the game. I'm like, if that's me, 
and I'm Kyle Trask, like I'm playing that entire game and I'm going to give it everything I have to come back and win this game. But I don't think it was yeah, his I mean, choice. <laughs> well, but either way, though, either way, if you're the coach, you're thinking, okay, I got a you know really talented kid that just had a really bad quarter. Like I have to let him redeem himself because I don't know, you know, I don't know what teams you know in the NFL are thinking about. Okay, it's a bad quarter, you know, or whatever. Well, like he really, you know, kind of came out of the woodworks, anyways. Yeah. So it was kind of already a roll of the dice, and then you see this. This is your final taste right. before the actual. Um, combine and, and draft like now in I don't the, know, in the just... same breath you could have a kid who you know maybe is being overlooked all season and then comes out and kills it in a game like tonight and helps his draft process so I get that there's pros and cons but when you're a when you're a Kyle Trask or those Florida receivers who sat out at what risk is it to them to play and I just don't know that they've incentivized the bowl games enough so like one of the ideas that those guys brought up was you have to give these players a reason to play in these bowl games that aren't the playoffs. And maybe it's you compensate them, you know, like let's call it the regular season's over. So these are bowl games. They're private things. You can say, uh, pay them to play or let them during that week of bowl week, maybe that week only um, use their likeness and name to profit i don't i don't know what you do but yeah something has to be done uh a game like this tonight was a joke i mean obviously we both are mad because we had florida and some bets and they just put out that fucking effort so yeah it's frustrating but it's frustrating as a like i imagine if you're a florida fan you're like oh cool so wide receiver abc who didn't play tonight like thanks for showing out for us man like i get it. like you're only like but I see it from the player's perspective too. It's just, it's such a tough thing because like you have to see it both sides and I don't know what you do. Yeah. I mean, I like, that was what I said to my dad was like, you know, I couldn't imagine being a player and just like, so my quarterback that's a Heisman finalist is going to play. And I'm like, Hey man, good luck. Like Kyle Pitts even made a video that they played before the game, like wishing his team luck. And it's like, Dude, you're a part of the organization. You're part of the team. Right. Like you're one of our like premier talents, and you're just gonna go and sit out. Like I get it. I 100 percent get it. But at the same time, like that's if you're his teammate. That's yeah, where it, it's like, are you gonna be like, are you really that tight with him anymore? And like, yeah, it's it's a really tough situation because the mindset you know ten years ago has just changed, and like players would have never done this back then. And I, the, I think too many, like too many guys have seen the risk of, you know, a guy getting hurt or his draft prospects getting lowered because of one game, fair or not fair. And, you know, they got people in their ear telling them, Hey, look, man, it's just not worth it. Like look, Christian McCaffrey didn't play his bowl game. Uh, who was it? Joey Bosa, I think sat out the playoff for Ohio state. Wasn't it? Um, so, like, I, these guys are making tough decisions. And, you know, for a couple of guys, it's, it's paid off. Like, you just don't know. Christian McCaffrey gets tears an ACL in the bowl game if he plays it. And where's he at now? You just I, – I get it from both sides. And, I, I mean, I don't think there is a good answer on how to fix it. Yeah, I mean, I'm fired up just from the bets that we lost. Yes. But at the end of the day, I think it's just more so, like, the effort that was put out. By the players that were playing. And I just don't effort. think that – 
Well, and I just don't know what you do with that, but I guess I'll just leave it with. So they made some comments about like, oh, you know, the SEC versus the Big 12 and, you know, Big 12 just ran all over an SEC defense and all this stuff. And I'm just like, you know, okay, Lincoln Riley, like you're going to go out and you're just going to go and, and go, you know, shotgun. You're still, you know, driving it down the field. You're up 28 points and you still want to go score that next, you know, yes. touchdown against a team that's, you know. You're mad I, I because just, of your bets. Don't put that no, on I know. Head, I'm I know. all for no, what I know. Obama did. No, I, I, and, I, and I get that. I get that. Hammer. And I'm not saying you shouldn't play to win. But at the same time, like, that's where I think it's just more so like when you have a team quit like that, which Florida did, it just it makes it that much worse for the bowl, like, selection. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, there's just no premium to having bowl games outside of the playoff. I, I, I agree. I agree. I, so my thought is at least expand the playoff so we get a few more high caliber. And like, look at that Oklahoma team. Like, the, they had a rough start. You know, a two week stretch early in the year, but they're playing really well right now. Just hammered a Florida team. I get they didn't have all their players, but just hammered that Florida team into basically giving up. And that Florida team gave Alabama a game. So it's like, you know, you just don't know what a hot Oklahoma team could do in the playoff. I'm not saying they could win it all, but do they make, do they get an upset and change the, change the way the playoff goes? You just don't know. And that's what's nice about like college basketball is it, like, yeah, these 12 seeds, none of them are going to like win the whole thing, most likely, but they F up the bracket. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that's the part. Well, of it, it causes these teams to play. I mean, it, it causes them to have to play full effort every yeah. game, and there's something to play for. But yeah, I don't know, man. It, it'll be it'll be interesting. But um, I mean, about as interesting as basically the NFL's been this entire season. And like week 16 was about the same. You've got you know the Jets beating the Browns. Give me a break. Um, you know you've got just the saints coming out and murdering the Vikings. I mean, it's just, it's, Kamara. you know, it's, it's, it, oh, dude, that was six, six touchdowns is just ridiculous. Um, and then what the Packers did to the Titans. I mean, it was just, you know, ridiculous, Scary, but that was, I will say that, you know, I had a good beat on this week feeling good about, you know, kind of where I sit, made it a, a tie with me and you, and, uh, you know, excited about that. Yeah, you went four and one. I went two and three. So, in my second week all year where I was under 500. But, man, I'll give it to you. Like, I was a consistent three and two all year. You mixed in some four and ones and clawed your way back. I think you were down four games at one point. So. Yeah. And I had that terrible week one. I mean, that's, that's really, really where it was. And then we were pretty even the rest of the way until these last few weeks. You, you made the difference up, and so yeah, we got a tiebreaker to do. But let's, uh, I mean, let's do our leaderboard, the fan picks, man. So like, it's over, okay? It was a close race, kind of. I mean, both of our winners kind of ran away with it towards the end. Messman got hot, won the percentage at one point four five win percentage, forty five and thirty one. Next closest was Bubba at 1.37 and Corey J at 1.29, who also was our total wins champion. And guys, let me just be clear. Corey uh, was the fifth best percentage behind two of our other guys. So, but he made 
every pick every week. That bonus game got he made the bonus game pick every week, and that's what helped him get the total wins. He he had more opportunities for games to be right, and that's why he ran away with it at fifty three wins. Um. Total win. So appreciate that, Corey, for listening every week and uh, getting us your picks. Messman missed like the first week, I think, maybe, but then he made pretty much all the picks the rest of the way, too, and and picked well. So good for him. And uh, better than his his buddy Kyle Boer, who just gave up at 22 and 22, just quit. So soft. So soft. So soft. There's your top bottom three, Melissa, who. Bless her heart, came out so strong the first couple weeks of picking and then finished 27 and 32.84. Arsenault, 24 and 26. Those were our two people under one, and then Boer at 22 and 22. So there's your uh, leaderboard kind of recap. All you people in the middle of that, hey, it's better than being bottom three, I guess. So, uh, Oh, wait, wait, I forgot. Wait, wait. Harry was and Harry did, was top uh, five. He was top five week? last week. Last week, Harry was thirty-eight and thirty-one, and going into this week, thirty-eight and thirty-six. If that tells you anything, the dude went zero and five. Zero and five. That's tough to do, Harry. Predictable. So, Predictable. Yeah. That's I mean, classic, yeah, the Harry. season's on the line. He needs a big week to have a shot, and he goes zero and five. Classic, so, Jerry. Classic. So, um, all right. So, there's your leaderboard. Appreciate you guys uh, participating. Hopefully, next year, you know, we'll get more and more participants. And, uh, Corey, thanks for winning that and proving that, you know, just picking all the games every week gives you the advantage. So, we'll have something for you guys. Um, don't let us forget. We're bad about that, but we'll get it. And uh, appreciate that. So, all right, Kyle, you want to uh, – do our tiebreaker picks you don't need to see my look of disgust when we talk bears offense boom hey well you know what i got a uh, five and oh week right here i guarantee it you heard it here five and oh there's no doubt about that. listen I now mean, don't that do is, that that is don't caliber do quarterback that, right there i mean i've just been bad like i've just been bad kyle just got up from his chair while we're doing this podcast and went and hit a couple practice putts on his little putting green. Four and one, four and one, snip and a five and out. Fun. Yeah, so um, we were trying to figure out which games, because there's a lot of games where people aren't playing you know, have no based meaning. on you know, no, no real meaning to the game. So we tried to pick the games that had the most meaning. So, first game, we've got Dallas minus two and a half at the Giants plus two and a half. So, this game, winner of this game has the NFC East. But it all depends on Washington who plays Sunday night. So, they'll have to wait because if Washington wins, then they win the NFC East. But the winner, this game's huge. If winner, winner gets the NFC East if Washington loses. Which, I mean, they've got a lot of turmoil going on, so. And they're playing an Eagles team with a young quarterback who still has, you know, is trying to prove himself, so they're going to play. Right. So, I'm taking taking the Giants in that game, plus two and a half. Love that. Love that we already went opposite on the first game, because I'm taking the boys. 
they, dude, they, they've kind of they, figured something out here with Dalton. They're putting up points. That passing game is kind of rolling right now. Like, I like where the Cowboys are at. Giants are... Don't, don't dude, lie. Have, have you looked don't at the Cowboys you, last you couple picked, weeks? You picked this game because Dana no, made you pick never. it. No, never. Trust me. I would... Goodness. I almost wanted to just My... reel it. I don't have any trust in them. Give me the boys. So, and I'll, I'll lay the... It's two and a half, so it's a field goal game. So, I got Cowboys. You got Giants. Boom. Good start. All right, next game, Packers minus I five and a half this. versus the I Bears. I hate it. <sighs> yeah, I don't know what the Packers like. I mean, do they come out and just not want the Bears to be in the playoffs? I mean, they do still they have like, something to play they, for? Is, they do have something to play for. So, I mean, because of that, I got to take the Packers minus five and a half. And even though I think the Packers. Ugh, I'm taking the Bears. I mean, I have to take the Bears. I'll, I will lose yeah, this bet riding the Bears, and I'm perfectly okay with that. Bears plus five and a half. Give it to me all day. If that was an upset opposite, pick, I'd take opposite it. If both I had ones. To. Opposite both ones. I love it. So, I mean, the Bears high-powered offense right now. They're rolling, baby. Rolling. <laughs> all right. So that's the second game. We've got the third game is Washington at the uh, Eagles. Washington's laying down one and a half. I took the Eagles on this. I think Jalen Hurts gets it done. Um, Washington just—I mean—they've got a lot of drama going on. I know it's—I know it's a gotta win for them, but I don't know, man. I—I just—I—I I feel like their 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 season is kind of coming. I to took an end. Washington. It's not over. I'll tell you what. I think getting rid of Haskins, like releasing Haskins, was what they had to do. That kind of got rid of a lot of the drama. And Alex Smith is, uh, you know, trending to be ready to play this weekend. And what better than a veteran quarterback who's played well this year in a big game needed to win? I like them in their run game. I just, I'll take Washington. So all, all three different picks. This is getting a little nuts. <laughs> All right, the fourth game, Cardinals minus three at the Rams plus three. Golf being out, I've been high on the Rams. I got to go with the Cardinals minus three. Wow. Just because I'm, pl- I'm playing wow. to win. I'm taking the Rams, and here's why. Bears need the Rams to win, so that's part of it. Rams need to win, and McVay, I, I don't think Golf being out is – with that offense and just the way that they can kind of run that offense, I don't know that that's that big an issue. So I think they'll be fine. It's not like golf's a world beater. So um, I'm okay taking the Rams there. Their defense is solid. Um, I I like, and the Cardinals just aren't playing very well lately. So I'll take the Rams. All four games differ. Should we just stop there instead of picking these high spread games that we got left? No, 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 because I'm going Ravens minus 12 and a half over the Bengals. And the Bengals are hot right now, but like, I feel like the Ravens need to come out and just absolutely destroy. I took Ravens as well because I agree, Ravens need this game. Um, I, I just don't think that's a good matchup for the Bengals. So, yeah, I took Ravens also to win by two touchdowns. Then the last one. I got the Colts minus 14. The Jags have won no. All right, so like, let's just get no rid of the last two games because we both we have the same picks. I took Colts as well. So it really only matters those right, top we'll get, four games. We'll get, okay. Yeah, because I right, agree we'll with you. Jags, 
Jags like are have been given this huge gift from the Jets and are not gonna they're not about to give it back. I don't even know if they can. I think even if the Jags won, I think the Jets may have the tiebreaker. So I don't even know if it matters, but still, they're not gonna win and even mess with trying to mess it up. And Colts have right. to win to have a chance. So all right. Yeah, I think that game gets out of out of control. Yeah, so we're going top four games. Cowboys minus two and a half at the Giants. We split. I took Cowboys. Kyle's taking the Giants. Uh, Packers minus five and a half at the Bears. I took Bears. He took Packers. Washington minus one and a half at the Eagles. I took Washington. Kyle took the Eagles. And then Cardinals minus three at the Rams. I took the Rams. Kyle took the Cardinals. So you took uh, two favorites. I took two favorites. And we'll see how it goes. Week 17. Like, those are the four best games as far as what they mean and teams playing. So, I'm actually kind of glad those Baltimore and the Colts games didn't really matter. I was just trying to throw some extra ones in there in case we agreed. But I'm, I'm excited. So, we'll see how that goes. There's our picks. I can't believe we, all, we picked the opposites. I figured we'd have at least, like, you know, Two, two probably of the same, and then yeah, two, dude. you know, deciders. That's, that's, uh, the one that got me was the Washington Eagles game. I, I don't know why. I just uh, to me that seems like the easy pick to go Washington, but the other three, honestly, though, now that I look at them, like I could see the, I, I could pick either way and not be that surprised. Cowboys to me are playing hot, but it'll be uh, that'll make Sunday exciting. All those games happening at 325 or the three o'clock segment except for washington plays sunday night so it, it could come down to that game I, I feel like we might need to uh whittle this down to three games so we at least have a winner because like if we have two if we have four basically we can go right two and, and then two. we'll just take it into the division we'll just we can keep this going okay, we'll keep this going. okay. Yeah, i'm not okay I don't feel comfortable taking out a game and then that's the game I would have won and be pissed off that that's how I lost because we cut out cut out my game. So we'll take these four. If we go two that's and fair. two, All right, that's fair. we'll just take it into the wild card round of the playoffs and we'll go from there. I like uh, that. I like that. But All right, man. So let's go into kind of – I mean, we pretty much know other than the last couple seeds of the playoffs – you know, who's going to be in and, you know, this will kind of lead us into our power five talk, but let me see if I can find it while you uh, can kind of filibuster for me, like talk, you know, playoffs and what we think is going to happen there. Cause I know there was a time in this well, in the year where we, I guess I, I guess I really hate the fact that you've been right on the bills. Bills mafia baby. season. I mean, they are just absolutely rolling people. Um, their defense looks really good. I mean, Josh Allen looks really good. Stephon Diggs looks really good. I mean, they just – they're clicking on all cylinders. And, like, honestly, they look better than the Chiefs right now. Yeah, I mean, Chiefs barely snuck past the I, Falcons. Like, that was unreal to me. Yeah, I just think the Chiefs go into it and just, like, they're just, you know – they're just getting by with wins. I mean, you know, it's, it's sloppy play. Um, so they definitely need to button it up. But, I mean, the Bills have just been trouncing right. people. And then you've got, you know, this 
aggressive Packer team right now. I mean, they just it's it's impossible to stop their offense. I just don't know how you do it. I mean, Aaron Rodgers going out there looking like he's not even sweating, just bombing balls. Devontae Adams, nobody can nobody can even get within yeah, five yards. Yeah, they look in. really tough right I mean, it's now. Ridiculous. And I hate that because it's a little scary, but. The only thing I will say is that, like, the Saints, the Saints defense and just their total team, like, Drew Brees is still healing from that injury. But depending on how his progression is, like, I still feel like the Saints are super dangerous with every team. So I think there's, like, four teams that I could, you know, potentially see winning it all. I really do. I think that I think the Saints could beat all three of the teams. I think Packers could beat all three of the teams. Bills could beat all three, and Chiefs could beat all three. So that's where I think it's going to be interesting to just see kind of what what matchups they get, and then start to see you know kind of some of these games play out. But yeah, I don't it's, know, man. Uh, it's, uh, I'm with you on that as, as far as kind close. of four teams being able to do it. I thought I had saved. I don't have it apparently though. We have made predictions on each division and and uh you know our Super Bowl predictions and stuff like that. I and I don't have it in front of me. I apologize, but I can find it another time. But I think I had I think I had um I know I had the Chiefs and I think I might have had on the other side yeah, I, was saying, I yeah, honestly I don't remember. even remember who I picked. I know I went like not your nor- like obviously we all I think had or everybody had Chiefs. I didn't go Chiefs just to be probably different, but uh, I hope I didn't have the Steelers because they've been a big letdown lately. But so yeah, I'm with you on as far as playoffs go. Like it, it's four teams to me. Maybe like a an AFC team. If you know if the Ravens get in, like that offense is just good enough that if they, if they get hot, can they upset somebody? But the Bills to me look like the only team that has the offensive firepower to play with the Chiefs, you know, and score with them. Yeah, I mean the Packers can keep up, but oh, I just right. Don't know that- Sorry, in the AFC, the Bills. Yeah, Packers. In the NFC, if they can get to the Super Bowl, and obviously Saints, I think can beat anybody too. And uh, we saw it last year. You know, I don't think anybody, I don't know that anybody thought the 49ers would be that competitive and almost maybe should have won that game in the Super Bowl last year. But anything happened. We just saw the Falcons hold the Chiefs to 17 points or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, I mean they they've just looked. I mean, really lackadaisical. But I'm looking at the NFC North or the NFC. And like, yeah, I feel like I feel like it's got to be Saints, Packers. I mean, I Seahawks, Seahawks are just kind of like a letdown at this point. I was high on them, but I just don't think that they have the defense to to really keep them in games, and their offense really hasn't been clicking that that much either. So, I just hate what what I really hate is this NFC East. Like, watch that one of those teams is going to play the playoffs. I mean. One of those teams is going to get in, and it's like, I feel like they're taking spots from, you know, even looking at what the uh, AFC North, where you got the Steelers, Ravens, and Browns all in double-digit wins, and one of those isn't going to get in. Yeah, most likely. 
I think there may be a scenario where Ravens and Browns can both get in and it'd be the Colts that don't or something like that, but I don't know anymore. But those – Well, Colts are – Right, 10, but they're on the outside wins. So it's Titans, in, Colts. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be – it's going to be interesting to see who actually, like, gets in there. I think um, – you know, if I'm just looking at it, I think the Browns, they're probably a little bit better. I would give them the edge over the Ravens, even with that letdown of the Jets, but they had a lot of people out. I just feel like the Browns running game and just their a total team is better than the Ravens. But I kind of don't want to see the Ravens get in because I think that they're also one of those teams that can get hot at the right, right. time. Agreed. And, and, you know, that offense gets going. But all right, so let's just go in. Let's just do our power five. And we're kind of talking about it. I'll start. I'm doing. Chiefs, Bills, Packers, Saints, I think both of our top four. And who we expect, you know, I'd love to see a Packers, Saints, NFC Championship game. Well, first of all, I'd love to see a Bears, Saints, NFC Championship game. But if the Bears don't make it or, or don't get there, Packers, Saints would be a good game. Chiefs, Bills, and the AFC. And then I to put a fifth team in there. I put the Seahawks just because I'm mad at the Steelers. Uh, all right. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the Steelers, which, which, by the way, you had the Steelers at number one. And I think most, they had played that way. They were one or two. Wherever you wanted to put them is fine. You had them at two. It's not like I had them at one and you had them off your board. So, like, let's calm down a little bit. But anyway. I, I wasn't giving <laughs> well, them credit still, as number one. Like, I think everybody thought they were better than what they've shown. Now, I will say they kind of got the pass game going a little bit this last week and looked a little bit more like what um, they were earlier in the year. I just think they they don't have a run game is their problem, and I think they know it now, and they're just going to be like, say, F it, and we're just going to ride Big Ben as far as he can take us. So, But anyway, yeah, I went Seahawks at five. Well, they're, they're, they're in the beginning, I feel like. They're that playing helps, playing. That's yes. why they're winning. But you could say that about a lot of teams, so. Um, all right, yeah, I got the same except for the last team. I put the Bucks. Um, you just can't get off that Bucks wagon, can you? I, dude, it's Tom Brady in the in the playoffs. You have Packers like, over I just, the Saints, or Saints at three. Or... I got Chiefs, okay. Bills, Packers, Saints, Bucks. And really, I mean, it's it's. I'm I I feel like I'm just going off of like quarterback play. Like if I'm if I'm looking at it, who's the five teams that I would like get behind with their quarterback? Like those are the five best. best quarterbacks I guess in the to me, I I would I mean, make the argument that Russ, Russ is, might be Russ better is than in Tom there Brady Russ right is, now. Russ is, yeah. Just I mean, the thing is, is that like Tom has agreed, better people agreed. around. His him. weapons are better I mean, for sure. And so that's where if it's a crapshoot, then I'm just going to go with the, you know, team as well. But, yeah, I, I would put Russ in there. Um, I mean, the Saints, Drew Brees, like, he's probably not playing as well. But, yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like that there's four teams that can really, like, win the actual Super Bowl. The rest of them are just playing the playoffs. Yeah, and it's – you'd like there to be a little bit more parity. I mean, obviously, I think the AFC, other than the Chiefs, they could all beat each other, but the Chiefs are just, you know, above and beyond everybody else that it just feels like it's a foregone conclusion that they're going to be there. I mean, obviously, I'd like to give the, – the problem is I want to see the Bills play the Chiefs, but I also could see the Bills slipping up to a 
Steelers or a Titans or, you know, whoever gets in, you know, over there, like they, they have the, their ceiling is the, probably the best to play the chiefs, but they also can play down to a, a lesser team and lose. Yeah. I mean, they've just been, they've just been so hot lately. Like I feel like they're and what I what I like about them is like they're having right. fun playing. Like you can just see that they're just like having fun. Um, you know, they have a great, I would say, optimism and just positivity on the sidelines. They don't get too down if things aren't going their way. But that to me, I mean, speaks to just kind of where where they're at with their game, what they, you know, know that they're gonna do each week. I just don't see them slipping up, and I think that – I mean, I think that they, they meet the Chiefs at some point, and that's probably the play. Yeah, I mean, that, at this point, that's – assuming they keep the two seed, that's where it would have to be. Uh, well, you and back to the NFC East, I was just saying about this. You know what really sucks about one of those teams getting in is because they're a division winner, they'll get to host a game. At oh, home yeah. At 6-10 and 10 well, possibly or 7-9. and nine. Yeah. I, and and nobody wants nobody wants no. any of these teams in. I mean, it's just garbage. Six and nine, six and nine, yeah. five and ten, four and ten. So, all right. Well, we'll just have to kind of see where this week goes and who gets in the playoffs and go from there. Um, hopefully, we have a winner out of our bet. Hopefully, it's me because I really don't want to carry that big ass staff bag. Like we're changing that out. If I have to carry, by the way, no, like, oh, at no. least doing a car oh, bag no. like you did or something. I'm not carrying that. No, dude, your, your, your bag, your bag is just, it's smaller though. And I, I hook that thing all around. So I'm going to make sure I'm going to load <laughs> up extra balls. I'm probably going to put my extra uh, golf shoes in there. And then I might I promise put a I'll be a better caddy there, than so. Harry was for Harlan. Well, duh. I mean, if you if you get a pool cart though, that, that will just absolutely not happen. I will not be. I will not be playing I will with somebody carry, pulling I will carry my club if that happens, but it probably won't. So, all right, man. Let's just finish on a little bit of Illinois. Uh, we missed, you know, last podcast we did. They had just lost to Missouri and then hammered Minnesota, which Minnesota was unranked at the time. So I was kind of sitting there like, ah, it's whatever, but. Minnesota now is ranked, has upset Iowa. So that looks like a good win. Uh, you know, we lost a tough one at Rutgers that, you know, had like I had said to some guy I was talking to my family about, I was like, if they had went to Rutgers and kind of been down six to eight points the whole game or and fought and, and barely lost at the end, that'd be one thing. But the fact that we had like a 10-point lead and then ended up losing just makes it more frustrating, like one that got away from you. Yeah, I think that that was, you know, to me, just the it, – it seemed like there was just a letdown in intensity, a letdown in effort. I don't know. I mean, I just I, – I don't know if that's, you know, also some of the inexperience of the – some of the guards playing. I mean, I – poor Kofi, man. I just feel like he just gets right. foul, 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 and, you know, can't do anything about it. I mean, he's just so big, and I – I wish there was a way that we could figure out to keep him on the floor longer in that first quarter or in the first half. Cause I feel like he only gets played, you know, 10 yeah, minutes. It's rough. And it, yeah, he, he definitely gets hammered at the other end because he's so big and strong and he doesn't get calls. And, but he also has, he's had some really good games lately. I think they're making a better effort of getting him the ball, but let me just run down the big 10 here real quick. 
this these I'm looking at the standings. Michigan ranked number 16 in the country. They're two and zero in the Big Ten. Rutgers number 14 in the country, three and one. Northwestern 19 in the country, three and one. Illinois 15 in the country, three and one in the Big Ten. Minnesota 20 ranked 21st, two and one, nine and one overall. Their only losses to Illinois. Wisconsin number six in the country at two and one. Iowa number 10 in the country at two and one. Purdue at two and two. Unranked Ohio State, twenty fifth, two and two, eight and two overall, and then Maryland, Indiana, Penn State, Michigan State, ranked number seventeen in the country, zero and three in the Big Ten. I doubt they're going to be ranked much longer. But like, how many times have you seen Michigan State this low in the Big Ten standings? Even I know it's early, but zero and three, Michigan State. That's what I was going to say. Is like I don't remember a Michigan State team that started the, the Big Ten. But that, I mean, that is just stupid good. Like they're make Ohio State, Michigan State may find themselves out of the rankings this, here soon. But even without them, your top seven teams are ranked in the top twenty-five, two in the top ten, and all have and all loss. have lost. Or Michigan is undefeated in the Big Ten. Actually, Michigan's undefeated overall, seven and zero, two and zero in the Big Ten. But I don't know that they're – I mean, obviously, their out-of-conference schedule hasn't been very tough. I don't know who they played in the Big Ten to be – who they beat. I'm about to look it up. But Illinois, one loss to a Rutgers team who was number 14 in the country. Like, w- the Missouri loss s- looks bad, but they're also, like, a top 15 team in the country right now. So, it obviously, it wasn't that bad a loss. And then your other loss is Baylor. So, Baylor, number two, Missouri and Rutgers, two top 15 teams. So like as much as frustrating as we may be with Illinois seven and three record, like we can't really fight it too bad, and they're three and one in the Big Ten. Well, Michigan has beat Nebraska and Penn State, and, you know, two the... bottom feeders of the Big Ten, and their out of conference schedule was Toledo, UCF, Ball State, Oakland, and Bowling Green. So yeah, no, they played nobody. Right. So they played nobody. Yeah, I, I mean. I think what's gonna, what you're going to see is the way that a, a really good conference should be, and that's that you're going to have the team that's the hottest going into the tournament is going to win the tournament. I mean, any I, I think that there's probably a good seven teams that could win the Big Ten right, conference tournament. You know what I mean? Like, if anybody gets hot, and so I think it's just going to be beating up on each other during regular season, and then whoever's playing the best basketball moving into – the tournament. I mean, that's that's what you're going to see. You're going to see. I mean, I doubt anybody goes undefeated. No, no for way. Sure. No way. Um, I think even like you know, one loss would be oh, dude, pretty look, pretty crazy me. to see. I think you're going to see a lot of two look team at, losses. Let me let me just be, um, in the middle of your thought here, to, and you can keep going. But like you're talking about one or two losses, dude. Last year, it was a three way tie for the Big Ten championship, like regular season. They all had six losses in the Big Ten. Like, yeah, and that's and I think this year really? it's an even deeper conference. Yeah, Wisconsin, Maryland, and Michigan yeah. State all were fourteen and six. Illinois was thirteen and seven, one game behind them. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, and it's even deeper this year. You're talking. I think it's going to be some maybe maybe get a fifteen and five team if they play really well or something like that. But there's going to be five to six losses at the top of that leaderboard. I think. It is. It's nuts. Which is wild. I guess I didn't realize that last year on the Big Ten, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's the best conference in sure. basketball right now. For sure. 
So I, it's, I'm just hoping we get all the games. And, yeah, 2018, 2019, there was two 16 and four Big Ten teams. So it, it's definitely – it's just getting better and better and deeper and deeper as the years go. And, obviously, this year is no different and just going to be better than previous years, I think. So, which I, But I think that makes for fun basketball night in, night out. Like, you can turn it on and you're seeing a ranked team usually and – even if and if you're playing a ranked team versus an unranked team, they can still lose. The only big thing about this year that sucks, you know, that would be fun is all these, you know, no fans. Like imagine the the crowds and and uh, fans at some of these bigger games when you have all these ranked teams playing. Do you think that that though? Do you think that that makes it even more competitive? I mean, because you don't oh, for truly sure. have a home field for advantage. Sure. So I mean, those games, you know what I mean, like. You're playing teams where it's not. I mean, there's just no leverage. It's you got to be the better team. Now, yeah, I I still think there's obviously an advantage to home court. It's just familiarity with the with the court and the rims. It's no travels a big thing. No travel. So there's still an advantage, but man, the fans. Like I heard somebody say they didn't think the fan. It was I think it was Jay Billis was doing a game one night. He didn't think the fans really. Right. Oh, he didn't okay. really from, think the fans from, made from it. Well, he was okay. actually making yeah. the point to people saying Illinois win at Duke and Michigan State's win at Duke wasn't as big a deal because there's no fans. He was actually saying that he doesn't believe that because he just doesn't think the fans – like when the players are on the court, they don't notice the fans as much. And I, I think he's maybe right to an extent, but at the same time, like there's a definite difference in energy with fans there. Well – and 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 I would say, I mean, if the if maybe the fans don't feel the you know crowd officiating, for officiating. Sure. like you're gonna get you're gonna get a you know makeup call if the entire you know gymnasium is absolutely screaming at the top of their lungs about right. a call a blown call. You know what I mean? Like that's just human nature. Um, so yeah, I mean, I yeah. think it's gonna be. I mean, it's, 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 it's been entertaining. It's going to be entertaining and it's going to be competitive throughout. And yeah, like I said, I think that the team that's, you know, the hottest going in at the right time. And I'm hoping that, you know, we can just line out some of these things that we need and get to a better spot. But yeah, I mean, I, I, it is frustrating. They have three losses, but at the end of the day, like, it's not like, you know, they have any really terrible losses. I mean, the, the worst loss is that one that we were up right. that, and you know, and honestly, slip, I was looking at all but, schedule. And I mean, obviously, it's the Big Ten. There's no easy schedules, but it's. I mean, as far as like which teams we get when and on the road, like our front half of this Big Ten schedule is about the easiest you can get as far as a Big Ten schedule goes, in my eyes. So you got to take care of business early. Like we get Purdue, Northwestern, Maryland, Nebraska. Three of those teams unranked. Northwestern, you're at Northwestern. That's a tough game. But then you run into the. Then you get to the stretch of. Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State, which those three teams could all be unranked by the time we get there. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's it gets it, those are games that you have yeah. to take care of business before you get into Iowa, Indiana, Wisconsin, Michigan run, and then you play Wisconsin again later right. in the year. So it's uh, it's going to get tough later, and hopefully we're hitting our stride by then. You get the freshman a little bit more playing time, and, and that was the only other thing I wanted to end on is so what. If you've been able to watch the games, Kyle, I wonder your thoughts. Like, there's a lot of people calling for Curbelo to start starting because uh, we've gotten off to some slow starts the last couple of nights or a couple of games, and then he comes in and our offense just 
it's just better with him in the game. I don't care about the turnovers and stuff, but yeah, I think I mean I think that there there's a level of excitement that he brings that the team feeds off of, and if it's me, I, I would I would I would take mistakes and energy over you know cautious flat, and I feel like he he brings that level that is needed. And so I don't think that there's any problem with starting him. I think that he probably should be starting. Um, I mean, that's just my thoughts. Like I, I would rather have a, uh, more of a spark. Um, yeah, see, from my I, starter. I, I'm with you. Off I, the bench. I was always a big proponent of if you had a good enough team and this deep a team that it was nice having a Curbelo come off the bench. And like, I mean, he still played starter minutes and, you know, he finishes the games like a starter it's really just those first like four minutes and then you bring him in, but we're getting off to such bad starts that, it, you know, one of these times we may not be able to overcome it. And Adam Miller is just as good as he played, you know, the first few games against really bad competition, he hasn't looked the same. And I think maybe just a little different perspective and different role for him might do him some good as well. So I don't think it would hurt to start starting Curbelo for him. <laughs> Well, and which I mean, if you were to take, I take Miller. That's Curbelo. Honestly, his on the his his off ball defense isn't great, and that that's the reason he. I think a lot of his PT does go away is because on defense he's not great. So that that's the only issue there. Yeah. But we have enough defense, I think, as far as perimeter defenders. You put him on the worst player and, and make up for it with Kofi at the rim as well, and. I don't think it's cost us anything where, and his offense overcomes it. So, and we kind of need, we need it. So. Right. But. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that anything we can do to get, you know, IO and, and Kofi a little less pressure to have to score um, yeah. and get some help. I so. mean, that's what they need. All right. Any other things in the sports world you got to talk about? Ty- wasn't it Tiger's birthday recently? No. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, yesterday was Tiger's 45th birthday. He's the best player No, ever, don't best say I'm the best ever. golfer ever. Um, I'll give you that. He's not the no, he's not best athlete this. ever. Uh, ask, 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 ask Jordan Downs. Um, but no, it was his birthday and it was also LeBron's that birthday. One good one and birthday, one bad one. Which I hate that. Which I hate that. But no, I think I'll leave it with just you yeah, know, Florida's absolute garbage, uh, garbage program, garbage team, garbage coach. They need to fire their defensive coordinator. And if I were them, I would cut now, the entire. I team hate to say this, Kyle, that but was we'll out end there on, today. Um, I made two other side bets on that game, and I actually came out up on the game. So, right in Mike the first half, the over, and then. I don't know what else you took. So, oh, in the first you at least half, got the right. first half. Yeah, I won the first half. I that guess, second but... half was brutal. But to you. so, yeah, it was it was tough. I took him plus seventeen and a half, and then plus twenty five and a half. I thought that there was no way you'd lose it. Florida plus twenty five and a half. But hey, that's yep. what the uh, bowl games do, I guess. But I guess I mean we can't not talk about before uh, the college. Um, playoff coming up i mean that those games are friday if you were to pick obviously there's bama and, and notre dame and then there's clemson and ohio state i mean what do you see so what i think happens is bama and clemson roll and then i could i can't pick the championship game i mean, I, I, I think bama wins but you know clemson kind of to me 
I couldn't tell you who's won the most, but to me, Clemson feels like they have Bama's number as far as championship games go when they play. But I think Clemson and Bama both roll. Ohio State does have a knack for playing decent in these playoff games, though. Yeah, I um, I want I want Ohio State to just get absolutely murdered. Um, I want Clemson again, just because I feel like we have some unsettled business with them. And then, yeah, I hope that we beat Notre Dame by 100 points. I really think there's a possibility that it could be, you know, a 50-point half um, right from the start. Like, because, I mean, the spread on that game is plus 19.5 for Notre Dame. And, I mean, being in a college football playoff and you're down three touchdowns, that's the spread. Like, that's where I'm just kind of pissed off with it is that, like, you know, they can talk about, okay, should A&M be in there? Should Florida be in there? Should Oklahoma be in there? All that stuff. Like, either way, like, I think Bama's still probably a two-score t- uh, two yeah, I mean, leader really, on any of those It's teams. really Bama and Clemson is what everybody wants to see. Like, <clears throat> and we could – Yeah, and I think that's right. what we're going to see. I really do. I mean, you look at just the overall teams, it's like Ohio State. Well, I so just this... feel like they <laughs> – their defense is just absolute garbage this year. Like, I don't think their defense is like I – don't, I don't think that they – I don't think that defense would be a middle-tier defense. It spreads like this, SEC. though, and like, you know, <clears throat> Bama being that favored over Notre Dame that makes the people who are, you know, the decision-makers be like, why would we expand the playoffs when we can't even get four teams in there that we think are going to be close games? So I, I understand that, but at the same time, right. it's just, it just it's better for college football to have more teams in the playoffs. But well, and that's where I mean, that's where it's like if you have two just top heavy teams, yeah. And, what do you do with that? Right, season? you hope there's just nothing you, you hope, can do. And it's happened. You hope somebody gets upset. But but yeah, yeah, man. Well, it'll be a good game. We'll see how it goes. Uh, roll Tide, and um, yeah, we'll. Uh, We'll probably be here for for the uh, yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Next NFL week, NFL twenty twenty one. New year, Hopefully man. It's better than twenty twenty. Happy New so. Year. All right. See you. Yeah. Happy New.